Welcome to Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on real news. Welcome to Open Source News. Hope you're having a great weekend so far. I appreciate you being here. I am your brother. I am your host. My name is James, a.k.a. BCP Black Conservative Patriot. Folks, let's get into the drama that had uh, that happened last night. I watched uh, the proceedings live, and boy, was it a circus. It started off with the uh, 14th vote at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I knew something was amiss when Boebert voted present. She didn't vote for Jim Jordan. She didn't vote for Andy Biggs. I thought that was uh, a suspect. And then when we got to Gates, Gates didn't vote. So the whole thing went. And at the uh, end, there were four non-McCarthy votes. And then there was Boebert that had voted present. And Matt Gates was silent. And so at the end, per the parliamentarian rules, they said, okay, uh, those who didn't vote have a check in, uh, you know, let, let's get your vote now. And then they recalled Gates' name and he voted present. With two, uh, with 432 members of Congress forming a quorum that was present, that put McCarthy one away from becoming the speaker. And there were some tense moments and some embarrassing moments. Now, the fact that, folks, so this is how this is how our Republican form, I'm not talking Republican Party, I'm talking about we are a constitutional republic in the United States. We are not a mob-ruled democracy. This is how our form of constitutional republic form of democracy works. It's not supposed to just be easy, you just side with your party. It's not supposed to be like the Democrats, everyone just falls in line. That's not how it's supposed to work. And it's fake and false news from Fox and everyone else that everyone's supposed to fall in with McCarthy, that they're holding things up, that this is embarrassing, it takes a week. No, it's supposed to hash out like this. It's supposed to be a grueling, slow process so that things get done right. Look what happened with the omnibus bill when things just just get um, rushed through. So, Matt Gates, I, I don't know what, when I was watching this, I'm trying to figure out what's he trying to do here. Is he trying to troll McCarthy? Is he trying to show the power he has because he waited to the very end? He didn't vote, he didn't cast his vote. Then he cast a present vote, which left McCarthy one shy of becoming speaker on the 14th vote. Well, McCarthy wasn't very happy about that. He goes and confronts Matt Gates. I wish I could read lips. Maybe there's audio of it. That will come out um, when I got this all, all already. I didn't uh, see the audio yet for this. Uh, but what got even more embarrassing was Representative Mike Rogers uh, was about to lunge at Matt Gates and had to be held back. Uh, and that's, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Well, they then went to uh, a vote to adjourn to see if they were going to uh, adjourn and then vote again on Monday morning. Uh, but... This is where I knew that 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 this this was it. This whole thing was just a, a sham. It, Kevin McCarthy was going to be Speaker of the House, and it's when this happened. I was watching, and I was actually screen recording this because I was going to report on it uh, if there was going to be an adjournment. 
the clock, the time remaining to vote on adjournment, adjournment to Monday went to zero. And as I was watching it, it was very kind of exciting to actually watch. And then adjournment barely won. The, t- the clock had run out, but they were still trying to get votes. And then it went from yay, adjourn, and then we'll pick this up Monday morning, to nay, let's vote right now. Kevin McCarthy was happy. He was smiling. And he won on the 15th vote. And who was responsible for pushing him over the edge? Why was he smiling? Now, this is going to upset many of you. Some of you, I don't know how many of you it's going to upset. Trump screwed us over. I'll be honest. I feel very, very betrayed by President Trump. I'll say it again. We're a Trump train channel, but Trump is not infallible. And he got this one wrong. And I'm really upset at Trump because we're playing politics, how politics is played by the Democrats. He was out there. He was the one responsible the last minute for pushing McCarthy over the edge. And those who were holdouts either didn't vote for McCarthy. So bravo uh, 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 to Biggs and others. Or in the case of Boebert and Gates, they just voted present. So there uh, you have it. Not uh, a pretty picture. Let me uh, show you a, a few of these things that happened and then we'll get into Trump and what this means and we'll take it from there. The tellers agree in their tallies that the total number of votes cast is 428, of which the Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California has received 216. Hakeem Jeffries of the state of New York has received 212. With six recorded as present. Therefore, the Honorable Kevin McCarthy of the state of California, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. happened next from the Republicans in Congress made me sick. (laughs) 
USA, USA, USA is something that usually you hear at a MAGA or America First rally. And I guess it's actually fitting because it was President Trump that made this happen. Let's get into this. But I do want to especially thank uh, President Trump. I don't think he should anybody should doubt his influence. He really was, I was just talking to him tonight, um, helping get those final votes. What he's really saying, really for the party and the country, that we have to come together. We have to focus on the economy. We've got to focus, make our borders secure. We've got to do so much work to do, and he was a great influence to make that all happen. So thank you, President Trump. At least Kim McCarthy had the dignity to thank President Trump and recognize President Trump from, uh, from keeping him from not being Speaker of the House. There was uh, a little a bit of drama uh, happening over there. Uh, for instance, this was uh, caught that there was Marjorie Taylor Greene had President Trump on the phone and was going to uh, people uh, so President Trump could convince him at the last minute there. And there's a picture there of Rosendale uh, not wanting to speak to Trump. You can see uh, there that um, that I, I don't know if you're able to see it, but the phone says DT that she's got Donald Trump on the phone. So President Trump made it happen. So we've got this article here from Breitbart that breaks down what happened. Donald Trump played crucial role in getting Speaker McCarthy across the finish line. Donald Trump played a vital role behind the scenes in bringing about a compromise among House Republicans elect Representative Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. On the historic 15th ballot for the speakership Friday night, McCarthy finally sealed the deal and garnered the votes necessary for the position. Chief among those responsible for forging a compromise was Trump, according to several GOP members of Congress and a source familiar with the conversations. And I already played you that Kevin McCarthy acknowledged that President Trump made this happen. Representative Jim Jordan, who will chair the Judiciary Committee in the 118th Congress and was a crucial player in these negotiations, lauded Trump for his work helping to bring about a deal. This doesn't get done without the support and leadership of President Trump. Representative Byron Donald, who acknowledged the 45th president role in the negotiations while speaking with the reporters Friday, noting he played a good part in this. So we see the Byron Donalds, who was actually nominated and voted for himself at one point and others voted for him. Looks like he got turned around by President Trump. I want you to understand this is a process of the members of Congress. And so this is something where the members have had a lot of time around each other to try to get comfortable, have real conversations and to get an outcome. Donald supported McCarthy on the first day of voting, but once it became apparent he did not have the votes at the time, Donald began voting against him and was even nominated for the position in opposition to McCarthy on numerous ballots. Donald's was among those key votes who coalesced behind McCarthy and allowed the 118th Congress to start conducting business. Let's see if McCarthy isn't vindictive and uh, retaliates uh, against Biggs, Gates, Boebert, um, Rosendale, and... Uh, Donald's here. These calls were not uh, mere one-offs, but included ongoing correspondences with many different lawmakers. Trump's involvement persisted throughout this week, including in talks last night and this morning ahead of the crucial breakthrough from McCarthy, according to the source. On Friday night, he made calls to Representative Matt Gates and Andy Biggs, both of whom voted against McCarthy for days and told them that the matter needed to be resolved. Ultimately, on the 15th round, they voted present, helping to lower the vote threshold for McCarthy. Uh, Catherine Falders over at ABC News was the first to report former President Trump placed calls 
placed calls, I think, to both Andy Biggs and Matt Gates as all the drama played out on the House floor, I'm told. Both of them have changed their votes to present this round. Representative Margie Taylor Greene, I think I think MTG's a sellout. I'm going to call her sellout right now. She was MAGA, goes to, uh, makes a lot of noise, was a firebrand, goes to D.C. Okay, folks, I'm going to be unduly harsh here, folks, but I am a, a married man of 26 years, and the biggest, most important commitment you have is to your spouse and your family. I am not going to budge on that. It's God or, you know, faith, family, and, and then everyone else. Faith, family, friends, and everyone else, okay? So after God, it's your family. So the fact that MTG immediately was behind President, uh, uh, excuse me, well, she was with President Trump, uh, actually, was with McCarthy from the very get-go. She wasn't on any committees, was finally going to be on a committee, was going to be the superstar, plus she divorced her husband. Maybe I'm being duly harsh, but I'm weary of MTG going forward. Let's see if she doesn't become another swamp creature. And Bobert and Gates, I think, saw the writing on the wall that it was going to be an eventual uh, Kevin McCarthy, that there was going to be no budging, that the other four maybe perhaps were eventually, uh, uh, only, only needed one vote to get those four. So then they acquiesced because President Trump asked them to. His statement that he put out in support of Kevin McCarthy, it was like cement for our 201 that refused to move away from Kevin, Green said, Marjorie Taylor Green. It told many of them that, look, the support is there. Trump telling everyone in that statement that I'm calling, I'm working the phones, I'm talking with everybody. That was support that was needed at a critical time when members could have fallen off. Green concluded, and thankfully they didn't because America is truly about to see the most conservative Republican Speaker of the House that they have seen in decades. I do not like Newt Gingrich. But I would say that in most recent history, he's probably one of the more conservative speakers of the House. Now, let me get into my analysis of what I think this all means. First and foremost, this means business as usual in D.C. in that people are controlled. I believe that McCarthy is going to be controlled by President Trump. Now, some people think this is a great thing. I think this is horrible. I am tired of controlled people, even if they're controlled to do the right thing. I wanted someone principled there, like a Jim Jordan, who didn't want it. And I understand, he doesn't want that job. He wants to head the Judiciary Committee and do what he does best and expose what's going on. Jim Jordan's been a fighter. I think he would have been a great Speaker of the House, but he doesn't have it in him because he doesn't want it. Okay, Andy Biggs would have probably been... Uh, uh, would have been good as far as having the gusto, but I don't think he has the leadership and the support. I think Jim Jordan would have had it. Same thing with Donalds. I don't think he has like the support, like he's built that uh, that that support. If to me it was always Jim Jordan was the best one. Even Matt Gates said that. Matt Gates never even put himself up for it. So I think what we're gonna have is a good news good news flash for all of you who are thinking everything is negative and I'm being all negative. We're going to have, and I'm probably going to put this maybe in the headline of the title so people can understand what I'm trying to say here. We're going to have a de facto President Trump as Speaker of the House. Now, there's been all kinds of theories that President Trump has the goods on Kevin Mc, uh, uh, McCarthy and he'll be able to control them. And people think that's a good thing. It's a better thing than having a rogue guy out there, but it's not a good thing. We had a chance to drain the swamp and get a principled person in. And what did Trump just tell us? He told us two things, and you can judge it for whatever you want. One, it's business as usual. He is going to control someone. 
And two, President Trump wasn't really serious. I know I'm going to piss a lot of you off. He wasn't serious about draining the swamp. If President Trump was serious about draining the swamp, he would have recruited someone other than Kevin McCarthy, maybe convinced a Jim Jordan to do it and move forward. Kevin McCarthy got exactly what he wanted, and that's why and how he will be controlled by President Trump. We will have, good news, a de facto President Trump as Speaker of the House going into 2024. But this does not fare well for America, for the Republican Party, and for having principle-based representatives. And look, I'm from California and New York, and I am tired of the California Speakers of the House, the elitists. And Kevin McCarthy is a swamp creature and a dog, and I don't care if President Trump's going to control him. I don't want a Speaker of the House that's controlled by anybody. This is a bad thing. And I agree with Matt Gates. Look, President Trump is an infallible. And let me let me let me give you two reasons for that for you to, as a takeaway. All right, Matt Gates is correct. President Trump is not very good at HR. Jeff Sessions should have got him out. Jeff Sessions did a great job in getting all of the the child diddlers. So I like Jeff Sessions. I think he's an honorable guy, but he 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 didn't have it in him. He should have put in Matt Whitaker. No, he put in AG Bill Barr. Disappointment and a a, a swamp cover upperer. Okay. Covered the, uh, he did a cover up of the Hunter Biden, didn't want to get involved, did a lot of talking, didn't do anything. Remember, Matt Whitaker said, Yeah, there's reasons uh, too, and I would prosecute, and I would, I would have gone after Hillary Clinton. Mad Dog Mattis did a great job destroying ISIS, then goes AWOL, Espers, um, all kinds of people that were terrible in, in, in President Trump's uh, inner circle. A guy like Steve Bannon should have been around him the whole time. Now, I can't remember if Steve Bannon left because he wanted to or whatever, but there was a lot of animus toward uh, uh, Steve Bannon. He doesn't get, uh, he doesn't get, H, uh, he doesn't get HR right. Remember, he had warmongers there and he went through uh, uh, several secretaries of state. I think he did a good job with Mike, a great job with Mike Pompeo. President Trump's strong suit is not HR is not getting the right people around him. Mac, Mark Meadows also stabbing him in the back uh, when he was contesting certain things uh, a couple years ago that he wasn't in agreement with when it came to results. You know what I'm talking about. So I'm just saying, President Trump doesn't always get people that support him and he keeps them around too long. The biggest example, which we're still suffering through right now, is FBI Director Chris Ray. That's the first thing. And the second thing is a recent news item that uh, Juniorette covered this morning. By the way, if you're not aware, uh, we do have a, uh, a second uh, channel. Uh, it's called the, uh, the BCP Report. Head over there. But we had Juniorette this morning cover this story that, remember with the Las Vegas shooting, President Trump got all touchy-feely on us and he, through the executive branch, did away with uh, bump stocks. Well, that was reversed by an appeals court. President Trump was wrong on that. Second Amendment, Second Amendment is Second Amendment, and President Trump so showed us he was soft on that. So this are two examples of, or several examples. I mean, the first example is that President Trump has a less than stellar track record on supporting the right people, and two, the bump stock 
uh, thing. I'm I'm against that. And many of you who are Second Amendment uh, folks like me, even if you to be a Second Amendment f- uh, person, folks doesn't mean that you have to be a gun nut and have tons of guns. Just that you honor the Constitution and when it says shall not be infringed upon means that shall not be infringed upon. If you want details of that overturning, make sure you uh, go down below and check out uh, the BCP report uh, this morning, Junior S report. Bottom line, Kevin McCarthy is going to be a puppet of President Trump. He's going to be on a short leash. And some people think that's a great thing. I think it's terrible that we have to have yet another person controlled, even if it's by President Trump. I'm not happy with Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Thanks for joining us on Open Source News. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and turn on the notifications bell so you don't miss out on any real news.